week five at Dyslexic Life with Joe Reese. Hi everyone, hope you're all well. Now, I can't lie, this is a little bit weird. Um, you, podcast listeners, are actually the first people I have spoken to this morning because nobody else in my house is awake. Um, and the reason for that is because... Um, It's been a bit of a crazy, crazy busy week and we're all very tired, so it's half term this week. Um, But my youngest daughter is in a production of School of Rock off Ireland, so there has been some very, very, very late nights. Um, It was opening night on Tuesday, um, she's got her next show tonight, Um, and we went to watch a different production last night. We went to watch Shrek at a local theatre because lots of her friends and lots of people that my children do musical theatre with are in Shrek. So we went to watch that to support them last night. So nobody is awake and I'm talking to you first, which is quite weird. Anyway, hope everybody's had a great week. So what dyslexic moments have I had this week? Well, like I say, we've had... Lots of rehearsals because it's been opening night for School of Rock. And one of the things which has been quite interesting is the WhatsApp group. Understandably, because it's coming up towards show, the show and there's been lots of messages and things about what the children need. That was what the group was set up for. However, I'll just share with you, I'm not a fan of a WhatsApp group and I tend to mute them. <laughs> and the reason why I tend to mute it took me ages to work out. I thought I was just being like a really grumpy person. Um, but actually, I've realised it's because there's loads of language to process on a WhatsApp group. Because actually, you always get people that don't use it as a communication WhatsApp group. They just use it to send messages, to ask well, to just comment on things as well as ask questions, which is fine because I guess it's a conversation. But actually, for me, it's more language that I need to process and read that just fills my head up that doesn't feel important. But also, it's then difficult to scroll back through and pick out and find the information that you do actually need. Um, So you will always find me, and I get that this is totally annoying, um, you will always find me reading a WhatsApp group and then whoever like the admin of the WhatsApp group is, or whoever um, is kind of the most important person or the messenger, if you like, in that group, quite often I will read the WhatsApp group, but then I will end up messaging the the person directly to double check that I have got the information correct. Um, I'm sure that's really very annoying when the information is on the WhatsApp group, but I just genuinely find it really difficult to pick out the the information. Um, so yeah, so WhatsApp groups, that's my view on a WhatsApp group as a dyslexic person. And while we're on too much language, menus. Um, if you've seen my TikTok this week, you'll know that I've done a post about menus this week. So I was lucky enough to go out for dinner on Saturday night, went out with my best friend and my two girls. It was really lovely. And we went to a chain of restaurants. I don't know what the chain is, but they are a chain. Anyway, when we got there, the music was really loud, which is fine. I mean, it was half past five but it, and a Saturday night, um, but it actually made it quite difficult to to kind of talk and listen to what each other was saying because the music was kind of quite loud. Anyway, then we got the menu out 
And oh my goodness, the menu was brilliant because there was loads and loads of choice, which is which was fab because there was definitely something for everyone. However, the way the menu was laid out and the font size basically meant that we were presented with an A3 piece of paper covered in text. So not broken down with any pictures or images, just kind of the name of the dish in bold and then underneath a description of what was in the dish. Now, I know lots of people are going to say, well, because of allergies and things like everything that needs to be in there needs to be broken down. Agreed. However, there was a separate menu, equally as confusing, A3 piece of text for people with allergies. Um, But basically... Me and my youngest just could not decide what we wanted. But to be fair, we were all struggling a bit. But me and my youngest, who kind of does struggle to process lots and lots of language, just could not work out what we wanted. And about 15 minutes after being there, we were like, this is silly. Like, we really need to make a decision. Why can't we make a decision? And eventually my youngest said, Mum, I can't make a decision because there's just too many words on this. Like, I can't work out what I want. There are no pictures. And we realised that what we'd actually been doing was looking over at the pass and looking at tables around us to see the meals coming out, to see, to try and visualise what those words look like. Um, So I was like, yes, this is why sometimes I struggle to make a decision because I just can't quite, I can't quite visualise what it is I'm ordering. So anyway, basically, what I'm saying is, is that that menu wasn't particularly dyslexic friendly. Um, And this may resonate for some of you, if you've got a menu with lots of choice, it might be tricky to kind of unpick and decide what you want, not because you're indecisive, but because of all the language. And I think what's quite interesting, if you do find the, if you do go and find the TikTok video, is lots of people were saying that they have experienced that and they have strategies. So like one person was saying they might decide that that night they're just going to have a burger. So they'll just look at the burger section or somebody else might like narrow it down um, to sort of chicken and salads or something like that. And then just kind of look at that bit of the menu to try and kind of get rid of that overwhelm. But yeah, quite, quite an interesting observation. And the last thing I just wanted to share with you today was um, I have I have interviewed some super, not interviewed, why am I saying interviewed? Interviewed is not the right word. Assessed. Assessed is very different to interviewed, isn't it? Um, so I have assessed in the last, since I've been doing online assessments, it's just been fantastic. I've managed to assess, interestingly, loads of adults from all over England Um, But so many with such inspirational stories, many who left school with no GCSEs um, and have come back to studying much later in their mid-30s, 40s, even their 50s. Um, And they're following all sorts of different careers or they've gone into their workplace and they are working their way up and doing additional qualifications as they go. 
Um, some One person I assessed, really interesting, um, worked in the NHS and has basically worked their way up from a paramedic technician to they're just doing a master's now um, in non-medical prescribing. Um, somebody else, um, a project a project manager that's doing kind of additional qualifications in order to allow them to keep having promotions. So super, super, super interesting people. And why I want to share it with you is if you're listening to this and you've got a child that you feel like is really struggling academically and you're thinking, oh my goodness, how are they ever going to get there? Or if you are an adult yourself and you're thinking, well, I've got no qualifications, I didn't pass my GCSE, so therefore that's going to stop me from actually following my dreams or actually it's too late for me I've missed the boat you totally haven't there is always a way um you just need to look for it and find it and I think that's kind of prompted me and I haven't created the video yet I need to do it but I think that's prompted me to really kind of assess my own kind of work ethic I guess in a way I mean I've always had quite a strong work ethic and I'm very driven but I think sometimes you have to do the difficult thing. So for sure, as somebody with dyslexia, reading, spelling and, and writing, literacy-based activities, processing language is always going to be challenging. No getting away from that. But sometimes if we really want to get to an end goal, we've just got to find a way through it. So whether that is just putting time aside every day to study, whether that is looking at how we can use technology to support and bridge that gap. Sometimes, you know, it has to be seen as a means to an end and we have to do the difficult thing and we have to complete that qualification or we have to do that piece of literacy work or we have to go and research that particular thing in order to take the step forward. Um, so hopefully that's going to inspire some of you to keep moving forward or to look at what tiny step you can take today or in the next week to kind of make a move towards doing your dream job, your dream role. Um, so yeah, those are the things I wanted to talk to you about. I'm quite excited. I'm being interviewed for the SEN in 10 podcast tomorrow by, um, which is a new podcast. Darren Clark's going to be interviewing me. He's a dyslexic influencer. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Um, and in a few weeks time, I'm being interviewed by Liz from Touch Type Read Spell which is also quite exciting. That's on the 1st of November. And that's going to be a live, live-streamed interview that is free to attend, but you just have to um, register your email to be able to attend. Um, and you can find that link um, either on the TouchType Respell page or you'll find it um, on my link tree in my bio, which is on Insta, I think, and TikTok. Um, but TouchType Respell is a great programme, actually, if you want to develop reading and spelling skill. Um, even as an adult, it's a great program. It teaches you to touch type at the same time and teaches the spelling rules using a structured and cumulative program. Um, so that's great. So those are the things that I am up to. Um, just been, I've done a lot of assessments recently, so I'm writing the reports up in the next few week, weeks. Um, haven't got any training coming up, like I say, exciting interviews coming up, which is really good. If you listen to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, still haven't done my still haven't done my um overview of my talk for the dyslexia show. I do really have to do that. I am really procrastinating on that. So I will try and do that or I'll make myself accountable to you lot on here and I will try and do that for next week. So 
I think that's it. If you're new to the podcast, please do pop us a follow, follow the podcast and you'll be notified when the next episode is live. It's usually on a Thursday morning. Um, and check me out on social media. You'll find me on TikTok, on Instagram. I've got a Facebook business page. Um, it's either Joe Reese, Dyslexic Life at Joe Reese, or Dyslexia Support Another Way Round, or Another Way Round Dyslexia Support even. Um, but for now, have a great week. And don't forget to always look on the dyslexic side of life. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Have a great week, guys.